Okay. Are we good to go? Let's do it. Hello and welcome, one and all, to the defining moment of hoopball and sports ethos. The time when two podcasts join forces together to talk about incredibly niche fantasy basketball. I am Jared Russo. I am one of the hosts of Jared and Jared Supermax, and I am so honored to be here with Will, the rookie expert, master guru. Uh, please introduce yourself to, to all the listeners, because I'm sure that your podcast actually has more listeners than mine. <laughs> no, nah, it's probably about the same. We both do great work here at Sports Ethos, but thank you so much again, Jared, for having me on your show. You're like the coolest guy on Twitter, so if you're not following Jared, please follow him. And you already are listening, so you already know about his great content that he puts out. I am William Harris on Twitter at William is Bill. I host the All Rookie Podcast where we talk about rookies all day, all night. So that pretty much sums it up in a quick recap. <laughs> uh, that is the greatest compliment I have ever received. Um, <laughs> because my 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 Twitter is so not for any one person because it is mostly me ranting about like sports and and just like life stuff that i drinks i like when you review the drinks yes i do review sodas which what we used we started as a goof and now it's become like an ongoing thing but um i'm a cheapskate i did not pay for the premium version of zoom uh my fellow co-host who was not here because he's moving from atlanta to orlando or vice versa um he has the premium zoom so we're just gonna get right to we got 40 minutes. Last year, I remember there were lots of rookies I was interested in taking. And I ended up drafting Paulo, Jaden Ivey, Walker Kessler, and Tari Eason. And those worked out really well for me. Did you say anything after it worked out really well for you? Oh. <laughs> oh, hello. Okay, we're yeah. back. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Oh my goodness, what is going on today? Um, yeah, it worked out really well for me. I'll let okay. it Um And so uh, I brought you here today because I need your magic again. I need your 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 good luck to rub off on me. I, I need the good rookies who are going to contribute. And I hope you have a short list for me because okay. I've already drafted some rookies and I'm not going to tell you who. So please uh, just hit us real quick with like the... Get it over with Wembanyama, yada, yada, yada. We already know. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you want a short list. Normally, going by the history of the NBA, every year is no more than around six or seven rookies that are really contributing, especially in the fantasy realm. So normally you're looking at the top of the list for that. But every year there's always a surprise, like a late first or a second that comes out of nowhere and is a factor. Like Herb Jones, his rookie year, Walker Kessler last year. But, of course, you know, the top picks, Victor Wimbayama, even Brandon Miller, believe it or not, he will contribute. I don't know. if I think he'll have a rocky season, but he yes. will contribute. <laughs> uh, Scoot Henderson, especially now that Dame is out. You know, Scoot was my number one ranked prospect anyway, including Victor. Uh, that's how high I am on him. Of course, we want Amen to have a big role, but he's going to be backing up Fred Van Vliet. It does help him, of course, now that Kevin Porter Jr. is, I don't know, even know if we want to mention his name, but he's out of the lineup now. So that helps Amen a little bit. But other than that, you're going to just be looking for guys that are going to be trying to get minutes. And 
like Anthony Black's going to get minutes here or there. Osar Thompson here or there. I think Jarris Walker would get a nice little amount of minutes. Keontae George should get a nice complement of minutes. Guys like that. Do you have anyone you're thinking about uh, asking me about? <laughs> yes, uh, because I've drafted. So the the way that my draft works is it's over the course of a few weeks. We do it over a big Facebook chat room and uh, group chat. And it's very slow because everyone has to input their salaries. And mm. so you don't want to go over. So it's, it's a very slow process of like going to the salary Bible. Okay. I want this guy. He's this much money. Here's how much money you have left. Okay. Next person up. And so it takes days and days and days. I took Victor Wembanyama in the first round. I then took Chet Holmgren in the second round, and he's a rookie. True, yeah. You forget about that. That's, make sure you don't forget I about didn't forget. that. I didn't mention him. I didn't know, He is I, a rookie. That's right. I then got Nick Claxton in the third, and Brandon Miller fell to me in the fourth. So I've taken three rookies out of four in my first four rounds. Wait, wait. Not Nick Claxton. Who was that supposed to be? Uh... <laughs> I mean, Nick Claxton is not a rookie, so we right. cannot discuss him. But, okay. but the first three out of four picks I had, I, I did okay. go with rookies. Okay, um, <laughs> and I'm honestly eyeing a few more. But please tell me that I didn't screw up by going all in on on really young guys. I'm never gonna say that. I host the all rookie podcast, yes. so you know it's all Love good. It. Yeah, and you pick some good good guys there. You said Victor. Yeah. You said Brandon Miller. And Chet, those are those yeah. are the three that I took. Oh yeah, I mean you nailed that. I mean Chet and Victor, they're looking to be top thirty-five players overall in the league in fantasy. So I mean, and that's great. And production. they're even more valuable because they're being paid so little compared to a Steph yeah. and a LeBron and a Kevin Durant, yeah. who they're on the waiver wire forever. Like no one's ever picking them up. They're just too much. For mm. me, I'm a little worried about being shut down and a, and a little nagging injury and then it's up he's out for two months or whatever but i mean it could happen to anyone it happened to Cade cunningham like there's there's no rhyme or reason to it so why be afraid right um and i don't think you'll have to worry about that with chet because okc uh, made a nice little run last year without him and now they're only going to be better this year so i could see them getting in the playoff victor you know they might take it easy on him but the production at least for the first 75% of the season, should be really good. Uh, we recently switched back to a fantasy playoff model, which really heavily skews towards the end of the season being more important, which I hate, but I got outvoted. So I'm a little concerned about... I, I know SGA got shut down, you know, at the end of, of the last few weeks when the Thunder were really bad, but now the Thunder are not really bad. So maybe there's a motivating effort to, to keep these guys on the floor and playing, but I didn't get scoot scoot was taken um, in between me taking Victor and Chet. I think this is maybe the highest I've ever sort of personally ranked rookies in this league. And maybe this is maybe the highest rookies I've ever gone in the history of this league. I mean, usually they get taken because they're cheap, but they're, they're first, second, third round guys, which is pretty astonishing uh, for us because it's usually just, Dudes on their rookie deals who are all-stars but have not gotten that first contract, those are the most valuable. But, right. like, who else is competing with Victor Wembanyama 
in the front court for the Spurs. Right. Can, I mean, they have Jeremy Sohan, but he's not going to interfere with Victor at yeah. all. Yeah. Who is Chet competing with? No one. Pokachevsky? <laughs> no, no one. They're going to let Brandon Miller jack up 8 million shots, and I'm all for it. I love it. Uh, now, here's a question for you. The Thompson twins, they're not starting. I should not be interested. Or should I be? I mean, I think they are worthy of being on your team for sure. Uh, I, I really love Amen. You know, I another knock on your Victor pick. You know, I had Amen ranked as the second best player in this draft. So, you know, I'm very high on him as well. And I have Victor third. So um, as long as he gets minutes behind Fred Van Fleet, I think he will be fine. And I'm sure he will get those minutes. He's just a fireball of offensive power and defensive power. So, I mean, I think he's going to be a great rookie. For me, have to find a way to get minutes for him. That's the problem. For me, it's just like it, it, the Spurs are a barren wasteland, and right, right, right. The Rockets are not. The Rockets have a lot of mouths to feed. Fred Van Vliet, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. If he, you know, is on the court, Jalen Green, Jabari Smith Jr., Shengun, like Tari East. There are a lot of players who I don't want to say it's like prove it seasons, but it's just like you're going to add him into the mix. He doesn't seem like the kind of like guy where it's like, whoa, it's his team now. It's like they've had a lot of those kind of guys. Like, I, at least I know that Brandon Miller's starting. At least I know Chet's starting. Right. And Here's I mean, a that guy. Will be, it will be debatable if Brandon Miller will start when Miles Bridges comes back, but we'll see. I mean, you're the Hornets expert. We all know that <laughs> Michael Jordan convinced himself. To, to bring him back into another workout. And it was like, can you try harder? Cause we want to take you, but everyone's telling <laughs> us to not. So like, can you like step your game up? They're going to start him. I, I just don't see any way that they're not going to. They sh- I mean, I, yeah, they should, I suppose. <laughs> Cause it's what it's, it's, it's ball Rogier. Is Gordon Hayward even still around? Is he still playing basketball professionally? <laughs> not just modeling his hair. He's definitely collecting a check. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that for sure. Um, Nick Richards and Mark Williams and I guess Miles Bridget. What a mess. PJ Washington. So Oh God, that's right. They resigned PJ Washington. God, what a total mess. No, th- you have to put Brandon Miller in there. You gotta. Hopefully he uh plays better than he did in the summer league and he'll be okay. I I don't think summer league is indicative of anything because Trey Young looked awful and then didn't. And Shohei Otani looked awful and then didn't. Right. So Let's all calm down with, with preseason and summer league. Uh, there's a there's a player I want to ask about specifically because I think there's been a lot of talk online that he might be starting and he might be getting a lot of minutes. Oh, I was waiting for this. I was going to mention him as a sleeper, but go ahead. Well, I don't know if we're talking about the same guy because I'm sure the, we are. the Utah Jazz were very kind to me with Walker Kessler being so great, but now they've got a real heavy front court but they don't have a very heavy backcourt. And I've been hearing a lot of things about a one Keontae George. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's my guy, Keontae George. <laughs> I Why you am I hearing about... <laughs> all sorts of stuff about Keontae George all of a sudden? Oh, yeah. You know, I had him as a sixth-ranked prospect in this draft. You know, he ended up going 16th. I think people will definitely regret um, passing up on him. Uh, he reminds me of Donovan Mitchell. So, I mean, and he's Ooh. he can play the one or the two. And then he went to the perfect team in Utah. 
So, I mean, and he was one of the best players in the summer league, even though you can't, like you said, take too much from summer league, him playing like the guy that I expected him to is only good things coming up from Keontae George. I keep reading reports that are like, oh, they love him. He might start over Sexton and Chris Dunn and like whoever the hell else they have on that team. And I'm just like, didn't they take another guy before him? Well, that was a a forward, yeah, a power forward, yeah. Okay, well, I won't. All right, but like, (laughs) what are the odds that he's starting? And what? Or what are the? uh, Because like, I really want to like, in like in another round or two, like take him. Because I I'm not quite sure I am sold on any other rookies. Because in my league right now, we're in like the fourth, late fourthish round. So like, I think the Amen twins are or the the Thompson twins, correct me, are gone. And then it's sort of just like, if you want to take a flyer on an Anthony Black, maybe later, or, or Jairus Walker, or just whoever. But I'm just like, should I like pull the trigger on Keontae George? I definitely think you should. You know, if mm. worst case scenario, he'll be back up to Jordan Clarkson. Best case scenario, he could be their starting point guard. I mean, and yes. this guy has a, he's got a ton of talent. And, you know, he averaged 15 points in four boards, three assists in college, shot 34% from the three. I mean, he can do everything on the court you want him to, and he fit in great in summer league. So if he just works with the starters like that, I mean, I think, you know, Donovan Mitchell's season started, it progressed. You know, it went up steps, ladders, you know. And I think Keontae can have that same trajectory. Like the second half of the year, you're going to – it's going to be a guy you definitely want on your team. Oh, man. I'm so tempted. Um <laughs> You were referencing a different person. Who do you think was going to be a, a, a starter? What was your name? Well, this may be like a later round guy for you, but there's been a lot of buzz around Olivier Max Prosper. Omax is what they call him. Uh, okay. He was drafted uh, 24, uh, and he went to the Dallas Mavericks. They ended up trading up for him. So I think he could possibly start. You know, that's the buzz. They don't really have a power forward in there with Christian Wood gone. And he's a great defender. He can put up some great defensive stats. Even if, even if he doesn't start, um, he could split time with Grant Williams in there and get you a surprising amount of stand, uh, fantasy stats from a guy that was a late first rounder. You know what's funny is that someone in, I think, the third reached and took Derek Lively the second, and we were all like, whoa, he, what? Like, we were shocked at, like, the names that he went over. Um mm-hmm. You were like, either that guy knows something or like, so we were a little bamboozled by what the hell's going on in Dallas. Um, Right. That is interesting. Okay. Speaking of Omax in Dallas, they're saying Lively and Omax could possibly start. And in fantasy, they're taking Lively because of those easy blocks and rebounds. But I think he's too skinny and I don't think Derek Lively is ready. At least this first year, maybe second and third year, he'll be ready. But I think he's too skinny right now. Very interesting, considering we were so high on Wembanyama and Chet, who are just pool noodles. I mean, they're wacky, waving, inflatable arm tube men. I, I, it, well, it, that is why I had uh, Victor third, though. Remember that. <laughs> uh, let me go through a couple f- rapid fire, sort of just like yes, no. And by yes, you have a full-throated endorsement of them having an actual sort of like impact minutes-wise. Maybe not, they're not the greatest player. Have the volume. They're on teams that will just kind of let them go wild. 
Um, because I, I know Indiana had a couple guys last year, like Nebhart, where it's just like, oh, he's just getting minutes and he's like playing and he looks, you know, like like that kind of thing as compared to uh who is the wizards guy? Johnny Davis? What was his name? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was MIA. So <laughs> give me a thumbs up, thumbs down at, and like uh oh, he might be like a Nebhart. He might get minutes and, and look good versus a he's a Johnny Davis. He really won't see the court and he's a long term project. All right, you ready? Okay. Anthony Black. I think they have to play him. Taking him at six like that, I think they're going to end up moving Fultz. I think I think Black is a player. It may take half the season, though. Okay. Well, for for listeners of this podcast, you sort of want to just hoard up and, and load up on these guys, these cheap dudes, and hope that they turn out well because you're going to have so much cap left over. And the big guys, big salaries, you can, you can just get rid of them and add them like, Oh, I dropped Darius Garland. I'll pick up Bam. Like they're just so replaceable because there's so much money that the the really good cheap dudes are worth taking flyers on. So I'll I'll let's speak of the Pacers. Jarris Walker. Do you think it's it's oh he's getting minutes? He's playing, or it's just like nah, he's not really seeing time. I do think Jarris Walker will get minutes and play a lot. So I think he is one of the guys after the top five that you could feel confident in drafting. Interesting. Uh, Grady Dick in his ridiculous suit. I would say that's going to be a struggle for him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is your league a dynasty league or just um No. Redraft? No, it's redraft every year, but I mean these guys go real early like it's a dynasty league. Yeah, I, I wouldn't uh factor too much in about Grady Dick. Okay. Uh <laughs> Bilal Kolibali. Right, he went to the Wizards, seventh pick in the draft. that name? Uh, hey, you, the name. way you said it so slow, it worked. I liked it. Bilal <laughs> Kuliabli. <laughs> I have zero faith in the Wizards. Zero. <laughs> right. Uh, fortunately for him, he could slide into that small four position because they don't have anything there that's a guarantee. You know, they have guys that they've drafted years past that haven't really done that great. So Bilal is kind of a little bit raw. So he'll get minutes, but I don't think he'll be too productive. Are are you saying that you're just going to ignore Corey Kispert and Kyle Kuzma? <laughs> the the core Kuzma, of that team? But you can't ignore Advia and Kispert. Yes, oh, I that's right. So. Advia, yeah. <laughs> God, it's just going to be the Jordan Poole show. It's just going to be the Jordan Poole show. And, and Daniel Gafford's going to stand there like, really? What are we doing? Yeah, Poole and Kuzma are going to be lighting it up. <laughs> yeah. uh, the aforementioned Taylor Hendricks. I love Taylor Hendricks. I love him, but I hate that they brought in John Collins. So yeah. at worst, he's going to split time with John Collins, but Taylor Hendricks is a really, really, really good player. He was my fifth-ranked player in the draft. It's a logjam there. I, I don't know. I, I had to sort of decrease Laurie and Walker Kessler because they brought in John Collins. It's like, what are you, God, no, what are you doing? No. <laughs> I know. I, know. I don't uh. know why they did that. I'm thinking maybe they have a plan to trade. One of those guys in the future, I'm assuming John Collins, but they'll have to wait till December, I guess. Well, they were the stupid schmucks who took him in the first place. Nobody wanted to trade for him before. Why would they trade for him now? True, true. <laughs> like, you want to showcase him and give him a, a spotlight to to move him. You're competing with uh, Utah Jazz. Let's, <laughs> all right. Cason uh, Wallace. See, I was down on Cason Wallace. I thought he should have been a late first-round pick. And now he's in a log jam with OKC. They have a ton of point guards. I think it'll be a struggle for him to get minutes in his first year. Okay. 
There's no way this man's name is Julian Champagne. <laughs> Champagne. Champagne. Yeah. Okay. Technically not a rookie. He was uh there last year. I think him and his brother. <laughs> he's got a brother that's really good too. Is is he a rookie this year? I think it was last year. I swear I could not tell you anything about the Spurs season other than a man named Trey Jones started and the guy who won our league just had him and he just knew the whole time he was going to be like good. And you're like, how did you know that? Like, give me a break. No one <laughs> no, knew I, Trey I, Jones I, existed. If if Julian Champagne is uh, rookie eligible, either way, his first year or a rookie, uh, he's a really talented player. I thought he should have been drafted. He was not. Uh, if he gets minutes, he'll do well for the Spurs, but I think it'll be limited. Spurs are just like a wasteland of like people who like everyone thinks they're good, but like they never win. So it's like, how <laughs> how good is Devin Vassell? Like how good is Kelvin Johnson? Like people right. tell me they're good, but like, okay, <laughs> they're so bad. Uh, Brandon Podziemski. I don't really think he's going to play at all this year. Love it. Let's skip him. Because <laughs> it's not like Moses Moody and, and Kaminga are lighting the world on fire. Right, right. Uh, the man who slid so far in this draft, Cam Whitmore. What is going on with his medicals? Because everyone kept telling me that he was God's gift to Earth, and every team went, "Nope, not interested." I mean, that's something we. It's still a mystery. We don't know why he slipped in the draft. They say medicals or possibly, but there's no medicals in the summer league. He was one of the best players, uh, like one of the top. I think he was MVP of summer league. I mean, he played incredible. Made everyone look stupid for passing on him. It's just a matter of are they going to cut Tari Eason's minutes to play him? And, you know, that kind of logjam at three to have Dylan Brooks now. So that hurts. I think it'll be a struggle for Cam Whitmore to get minutes unless they squeeze him into the two, but he's kind of a three. All right. Well, so I, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and skip him as well. Yeah. Uh, Chris Murray is now on the completely depleted Blazers, which is a fascinating team because of the potential for Shaden Sharp and um, uh, Anthony Simons and obviously Scoot and Time Lord's there now. Uh, Is Chris Murray getting minutes? Well, if they move Jeremy Grant, I think it's something to look into. But if they don't, you know, they're – you say they're depleted, but they're not really depleted. <laughs> you know, he's got quite a few that he would be behind. Even though I think he is a senior, he's mature enough to play. But I would be scared of, you know, if it because it's Time Lord to probably play the four, Aiden to play the five, and then you have Jeremy Grant three and four. I think it'll be rough for him to get minutes at least the first half of the season. Let me uh, let me try this one again. They have a depleted roster of veteran experienced guys who you've heard of that's true as in they're a very young team and they're very uh raw yep yep uh my fellow co-host uh jared ross king he's an orlando magic fan which i find hypocritical side note because he roots for like atlanta teams but he also roots for tampa teams and he roots for orlando teams it's like pick a city that's (laughs) besides the point um chet howard he hated this pick he went nuts. He was like, why did they do? Oh, my God, Jet Howard. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm a Michigan man, so I'm like, what's wrong with Jet Howard? All right. 
I, is he bad? Is he good? What's going on with Orlando? I mean, I like Jed Howard. I mean, I thought he was a top 10, 11 player in this draft. You know, they took him at 11. Uh, they need a small forward, I think. I mean, you know, they kind of have Jet. I mean, they kind of have Paolo and Franz. They're kind of fours, and they interchange with three and four. But there's no real straight four, uh, small forward on that team. Now, I don't expect them to start or anything because of how they run the rotation. But Jet Howard's a really good player. He He plays like Carmelo Anthony. I'm not, saying I'm not saying he's going to be Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> oh, yeah. now you're speaking my language. He, he plays like Carmelo Anthony. So if he cracks that rotation, he could be a surprise. You know, most people did not like the selection, but I did. You're telling me he's going to plant his right foot and then take the ball and then just up into the air like a big circle, just swoop and just just make a yeah. big circle with the ball and just try to get enough space for his elbows <laughs> and then just boom, just pop it right in some guy's face. I think so. And, you know, he shot 37% from three. That was one of the big things that the Magic needed, three-point shooting. He's one of the few players they have that can do that. And, you know, that's why they were mad they didn't take Grady Dick because he shoots just slightly better than Jed Howard. But Jed Howard's right there with him, and he has more of an all-around game. Amazing that the league is a three-point league and the, the Orlando Magic found that out now and not years ago <laughs> yeah. um they had a team built around shooters and dwight howard Why did they, uh, whatever right uh jordan hawkins yay or nay no minutes great kobe buffkin <laughs> i love kobe buffkin but unless they trade trey or Dejounte, it's not happening this year Okay, because I don't know what most of these guys play position wise, so I'm sort of I'm referring to you. Like I, I I'm so other than if you're a very tall man playing center, then I don't actually know like what you are as. Well, as a let me tell you though, Kobe Buffkin. If you are in Dynasty, he reminds me of uh, Tyrese Maxey. He just has to crack the rotation. The Atlanta Hawks don't know what they're doing, so that's not going to happen. Right. <laughs> uh, last one for you. Now that the Miami Heat have no longer given away uh, him and Jovic, the man I'm about to speak about, and all their picks. Yeah, Yasquez Jr.? Anything? Jaime Jaquez. Jaime Jaquez. Jaime Jaquez. <laughs> uh, I did not like him uh, from his tape. I thought he should have went undrafted. But he ended up going 18th in the draft. He's played well in, you know, the warm-up to the draft. He played well in the summer league. I think he got injured in the summer league, but he'll be okay for the season. With the Miami Heat not making any moves, there is minutes available for Jaime Jaquez. He could be a sleeper, even though I did not think he should have been drafted that high. Well, he had that crazy UCLA run, right? Right, right, right. And that pissed me off. He uh, seemed like a college player to me. I don't, I, I don't see his game translating to the NBA, but it's possible. Um, the Heat not only did not make any moves, they lost Gabe Vincent and they lost Max Struess. Right. I guess they technically get Tyler Hero back, but there's a lot of buzz around Jovic, who really we haven't seen, like, seen, seen. I'm sure people right. have seen him play professional basketball, but the public has not. Am I right. allowed to? Am I allowed to ask you about guys who are no longer rookies? Am I allowed to do that? Yeah, yeah. I still rec- recruited all these guys. You know, scouted all these guys. So yeah, Jovic was a really talented player. It seemed like he would need a year or two to come into his own, uh, but the talent was there. It's like he needs to be in a system 
like the perfect fit was Miami to groom him to be the player he needs to be. It's possible this year it could happen, but he's a he has potential star uh, outcome in his game. He's very talented international player, uh, and it may not be this year, but it could be the next year. Jovic is a name to look out for. I think there's like a lot of hype surrounding him, so I think people are going to be interested in trying to just like take him, you know, like when they can, right? Without the sort of guarantee that like it's going to happen. Because again, I, I, that's I don't. A, that's a, yeah, that's a lottery ticket. Because it, yeah, he, he could not play, or he could, you know, come out of nowhere like uh, Caleb Martin. I just, I it's like I, I, I don't know how they do it. They just like duct tape and glue, and they just like get a team together, and you're just like, well, these old guys and Jimmy and Bam, they're just doing yeah. it. Okay, that's weird. All right. Um, all right. So with the the ten minutes remaining, I have with you, um. There are a couple of guys who were rookies last year who are now no longer rookies. So can we do a little bit of not eulogizing, but I, I, give me a little state of the union on a couple of these dudes because some players worked out. I think Jabari Smith Jr. worked out. He's going to get better. Keegan Murray worked out. He's going to get better. Benedict Matherin's going to get better. But then there's guys like Dyson Daniels. Is he alive? What's going on with Dyson Daniels? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I like Dyson Daniels. You know, he kind of needed a year to develop, but they have CJ McCollum in there, so it's going to be tough for him to still get minutes, even though Herb Jones is going to miss a lot of the beginning of the season. Trey uh, Murphy's hurt, too. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, it's Trey Murphy, not Herb. Herb's not hurt. Trey Murphy's hurt, but I don't know if that's still going to open up minutes for Dyson Daniels. What about Kira Lewis? What happened to him? Well, he was a few years ago, and yeah, he he just never really got the opportunity. And when he did have an opportunity, I think he got hurt. So I, I just don't think it's gonna happen for uh, Kira. Him and Jackson Hayes. What New Orleans? What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, Shaden Sharp is he is he gonna be just the dude on the court watching Scoot drive to the hoop like a young Westbrook, or is Mister Sharp gonna? actually be able to get some shots up oh yeah uh Shannon Sharp is the real deal um he basically was the untradeable player for those Portland Trail Blazers um he could be a star in college his tape reminded me of like Tracy McGrady and in his rookie season he played very well and I think it's only up from here like he's a star potential player that could have a breakout season this year and next year I'm very intrigued by everything you were just saying. <laughs> That's going to maybe change how I draft in a in a few coming up. Uh, Christian Braun, he worked out. We don't have to talk about him because people left the Nuggets and they just won the chip. So Christian, oh, not Christian Braun, Christian Brown. Isn't that how you pronounce his name? I did that half of the year last year too. So uh, it's Brown, but yeah. <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, Agjabi. Ochai Agbaji. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, the he Cavaliers? Drafted to, the, drafted to the Cavs, traded to Utah. It's just a matter of minutes on Utah. Utah said they they think highly of him. We just have to see them uh, stay true to their word and give him minutes. And I think he's a talented player. Talk is cheap. I want to see guys on the court. Exactly. I, I don't care what you say. Exactly. Uh, Jake LaRavia is a part of this Memphis squad that has like Santi Aldama and like Xavier Tillman and like all these guys who like fantasy nerds know about. 
uh david roddy like there's like a bunch of like memphis guys right yeah yeah um the good thing for him is dylan brooks is gone and they didn't really bring anyone in so if he does a lot of working on his game in the offseason he could be a surprise player that could possibly start at that small forward position but he did not have a good year at all last year Mm. uh malachi bronham uh again the spurs we we buying into anything going off the Spurs? I love Malachi Branham. Uh, uh, he was a top seven player for me in the draft last year. He ended up going like 20th or 25th, I think 20th. And he just needs opportunity. If Vassell wasn't there, I mean, look out. But Vassell is there, so it's going to kind of be a split situation there. Uh, Andrew Nebhard, he was pretty good. I, I think I like picked him up and kind of just held on to him for a while last season. Uh Oh, what happened to Ty Ty Washington? Has been he's been like on four teams at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's it's over for Ty Ty, unfortunately. Uh, he's just too short. The NBA hates short players. So you're around six foot, it's probably not gonna work. Uh can we scratch off EJ Lindell? Well, he missed his whole rookie season with the ACL, so this is his first opportunity. It's a crapshoot. If Zion is misses the year, EJ might play, but it's a crapshoot with him. Last name I'm going to throw it out you is the other Jalen Williams on OKC. Is there even a glimmer of a chance that he will be playing and be productive, and or is it just going to be the Chet show? I like him, and he surprised people last year. I was high on him, probably too high on him last year. I had him as a lottery pick, <laughs> but um, they his, they didn't let him do everything that he did in college. But uh, I think he'll just be a decent backup. Nothing, nothing too crazy. You think Pokashevsky is going to be really jealous? Probably, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm fascinated by Poku. Like, what a you know, weird... Everyone's going to be taking pictures of Chet, and he's going to be, like, in the background, uh, <laughs> making sure he gets in the picture. Yeah, with it, with an angry face. Like, everyone should be bowing down to me. I'm Poku. <laughs> right? I'm the unicorn. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, any final parting shots? Any a, a random name you want to throw out? Just anything in general? Because it seems like... I was very, very, very helped out by this podcast, and I, I, I stuck to my guns. I took Walker Kessler. And I think I'm going to go in on Keontae George. I think I'm going all in with him. So any other final thoughts? I got to give you one sleeper in the second round. He played incredible in the summer league, Hunter Tyson. He was drafted to the Denver Nuggets. Um, they lost a player through injury i can't even vlatko kankar who was going to play minutes for him as the four that opens it up for hunter tyson to come in he's an excellent three-point shooter uh look out for hunter tyson he he impressed because he did more than just shoot threes in the summer league hunter tyson nuggets the nuggets lost i want to say like two guys from their championship yeah they lost jeff jeff green too yeah they, they they lost a couple guys so hunter tyson could play this year where did Bruce Brown end up? Yeah, he went to the Pacers. Pacers? Okay, yeah. I was just about to say Pacers. Ugh, I hate the Pacers. Tyson is like 6'10 or so and can shoot the lights out. I hate the Pacers so much. I oh. uh all right. <laughs> How are your horns gonna do this year? Bad? Bad, of course. Yes, bad. <laughs> hey, you and I, man, both our teams haven't been to the Eastern Conference Finals in like 30 years. So like uh, maybe like 
Have you seen what Kai Jones has been doing? I don't know if we have t- enough time to talk about this. No, we don't. No, we don't. Uh, uh, yeah, Google Kai Jones. But no, we, uh, we should have a better year. We should have a better year this year. All right. Just just keep uh, just keep Lamelo and, and Brandon Miller healthy for me. Exactly. I'm working on it. Uh, where can people find your work on the internet? Follow me on Twitter at William is Bill. And just check out the All Rookie Podcast on every platform you can find. I'll even put some of my stuff on YouTube. So the All Rookie Podcast. Thank you so much again, Jared, for having me on. We got to do this more often. Ooh, YouTube. I'm going <laughs> to check out some YouTube clips. Uh, now, again, because I am a cheapskate, uh, this Zoom call will self-implode in two minutes-ish. So I'm going to bid you, the listener, farewell. And, of course, Will, the rookie expert, the guru, the mastermind, uh, thank you for letting me not watch the Jets game. Uh, I could not tell you a single thing that's going on, although I know that my girlfriend's been texting me about Taylor Swift. Um, how did she end up watching that game and not me? That, that's what I want to know. True, true. Aaron Rodgers a, is in the building. I saw that. What a weird, bizarre world. All right. Well, <laughs> until next time, folks, uh, thank you for listening, and I will see you all in the future. Bye.